0: Welcome, everyone, to episode 11 of the Stardust Press Podcast. We're back again, of course. Uh, uh, we're reviewing three shows. We got the Dragon Gate, uh, Passion Gate Tour. They just finished up a show in Kobe Sambo Hall. We're also reviewing the Noah Breeze show that happened in Corican Hall, as well as we're finishing off with TJPW's JPW's Still Incomplete show. Weird name. I almost forgot it. Uh... But I guess we'll just start with little bits of news, of course. Uh, we were talking about it before it went on, but uh, Japanese government is considering a state of emergency. I don't know if it'll be for all Japan. Last time I checked, just Osaka and Tokyo. Uh, running from the 29th all the way through Golden Week. Might be a little longer. Uh, shows will either be cancelled or they can do no-people shows. Japanese government fucks with the last one, so we'll be fine. Uh, for smaller com- for for like, non- Road companies, they'll probably be fine. Like I said, not, like, they usually are very protective of the Osaka and Tokyo area, so they usually run elsewhere, so not too worried about that. Uh, apparently AEW did some good stuff. I didn't watch, so I don't fucking know, so congratulations. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently Shida and uh, Tay was good. I mean, that's kind of what I expected. So,
1: I mean, she should be good after watching all them Shibata matches, so
0: I still don't know why the fuck Ishi's one of her goats. She's weird, but okay. <laughs> uh, uh okay. I'll leave this news for when we go to Noah, so I'll, I'll cut that out. Uh, I'm trying to think. There was something I wanted to talk about. <sighs> shit, 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 shit. Well, I mean, I guess first, I mean, do you want to like? I mean, if, if we don't fucking talk about it, nobody else. Is, well, nobody else probably even fucking is aware, but us. And I'm only aware of fucking text. Them. Uh, like, do you just want to, like, address, like, Natsu just being like, hey, fuck this Buffy Rose shit, we out of here.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, Natsu just, like, she goes on and off social media. First of all, that's a mood. Yeah. Let's just get that out of the way. And uh, she basically retweeted or posted about uh, Kiriko Kimura's, like, change petition, I think it is. Mm-hmm. To get uh, the government to change, you know, the whole thing with Hannah and all of that, and uh, Natsu basically said, "Yeah, fuck Bushi Road." Unfollowed everybody, and is going about her life again. So, I don't think we're going to be seeing Natsu in a Stardom ring ever again. So,
0: ah, which I mean, for some, for those fucking weird Stardom fans, they'll just be like. Oz, whatever. She wasn't good anyway. Uh, for I saw it, TIE fans, that's going to hurt a lot. Uh, Natsu was an important part of the group. Uh, she was a nice pillar of the group. Uh, it's going to suck, but uh, I can't say that I'm against her decision. I am very much for it. I understand, and I'm very much for it. Especially after their decision to just run up against uh, the memorial show and stop these girls. Namely, Konami for one. Uh, Kiona could probably still go because she's heard. Uh, from attending the show because it'll be in a totally different region of
1: Japan. Yeah, I think it's like a three-hour train journey. Yeah, away from you know each venue. So it, even if they wanted to do both, they can't.
0: So it's like that's fucked up in itself. <laughs> uh, so I'm not against her decision at all. Uh, I
1: mean, she she's a freelancer anyway. So it, like, if she didn't come back to Stardom, it, it won't be like hard for her to find jobs.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, She's a freelancer. Like, she never put pen to paper, so, I mean, it'll be fine.
1: Yeah, she was doing a lot of um actress as well, like, you know, when they came back from the break and everything, so. Uh, and,
0: and, I mean, overall, it wasn't like she sought out stardom or stardom sought her out. She just came because Kagetsu brought her to stardom. I mean, that's, like it wasn't any emotional attachment of her wanting to go to stardom or vice versa, so I mean...
1: Yeah, I mean, like... to be fair, I'm surprised that she stayed after Kigatsu left anyway.
0: Oh, yeah, I uh, I figured she was going next. I was like, oh, like, Natsu probably won't be there anymore. Uh, but I know she cared a lot about Natsuko and all that, but, like, this is probably her final straw, and I understand that, like I said.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially with her getting slandered online as well, and this, this goes for like all of the stardom girls. They get slandered so much, and Bushy Road still sat there, like, I pretend I do not see it. So.
0: Yeah, Bushy Road isn't the best run big promotion that owns wrestling, but you know, that's just how it is. Uh, I will say, though, uh, on a much more positive note, uh, uh, Kyoko Kimura announced that uh, Hannah's uh, memorial show, it will be available for fans overseas as well, not just in Japan, so that's good news. Uh,
1: we'll probably cover it on the podcast as well, so... Oh yeah,
0: for sure. Oh, for sure. Uh, trust me, we're, like, like, we'll cover it, like, there ain't no doubt, like, we'll cover it. Uh,
1: Especially oh, if oh. they're running with Asuka and Kagetsu as the main event.
0: For sure, for sure. Hopefully, my fucking shirts here by then. I don't, I don't know when. It, it's gonna be a birthday gift. I was like, I was like, but I'm paying for it. I
1: don't know how it's a birthday gift if I'm fucking
0: paying for it. By <laughs>
1: <now>. <laughs> Sometimes you just uh, have to treat yourself.
0: Yeah. So hopefully that's well. I mean, when's the show? When's the show day?
1: Twenty uh, third of May. Oh, so fuck. that's a Sunday.
0: My birthday's fucking 28th. I doubt I have it. I'll I'll figure out a way. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. Oh, well, by the time we record, y'all have it. But, uh, yeah, we're going to cover it for sure. Uh, This show will serve as some closure, but I'm glad she's going to be able to get it overseas as well. Uh, No, To no help with Bushy Roads, it's crazy that Kyoka's done all this herself and has, like, if you take a look at everything... Not only for the case and just, but just everything else like launching a site, organization, this show like, all this is just Kiyoka, like, on her own, going and doing this shit. Like, it's fucking like a testament, like, how strong that woman is. It's like insane that she's been able to accomplish all this within less than a year. Uh, but yeah, I figured we'd just touch on that because, at least to us two, I know mainly, I mean, a lot of, weirdo fans are not Oedotai fans that's just them but to us <laughs> it's important so I was like yeah we might as well just tackle that right quick
1: uh but to be fair I feel like most people only know Tai is like what they are at the minute mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: at, the, at I... least for like the newer fans but
0: which is crazy because like tie now like they have no bad members like everyone in their group Pretty good. <laughs> uh, I hate book... to
1: say it, but I feel like this is the worst iteration of Oedo Tai. Oh, yeah. Which is, sure. which is weird because they do have like a really solid lineup.
0: If you but... look at top <laughs> to bottom talent, this is probably one of the best versions. But just from how their booking is and how they're treated, it's like definitely by far the worst version. Even when they were like, it was just like, Kagetsu, Chris Wolf, and like Hannah, like trying to get some more members, trying to recruit more members, and it's just like them. That was still a better time than this was, than this is currently.
1: Yeah, uh, I think there was even a point where it was literally just Hannah on her own.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, <laughs> and the fact that this is still the worst, like, version of Oedo Tai, I mean, in my opinion.
0: No, I agree. And it's like, it's not those girls' fault. It's like not their fault at all. Fans are quick to turn it on the performers. It's definitely not their fault. Cause like, take a look at Natsuko, for instance. If you saw when she joined Oedotai to where she is now, she's been working her ass off. I, and definitely has fine like, Stardom lacked a true main event level heel. And Natsuko did everything in her power to become that despite how she, she gets treated. Uh, and just the whole unit they have right now are just a bunch of really good veterans and then, like, young roster members who one day will be something big for Stardom. Yet, yeah, for some reason, Stardom just decides to not push them. I don't know if that's a them thing, a Bushiro PR thing, just something. But it's just weird. Uh, but, yeah, just one the touch on that, because, I mean, nobody's going to make note of it, I mean, other than, like, us, so, I mean.
1: It might really so that... as well. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, you have the cards for the day, right? Like,
1: like... Uh, not for Dragon Gate.
0: <laughs> okay. You can just go to, uh, their Twitter. They should have it on their Twitter. Oh, no, you... I
1: do have it for Dragon Gate.
0: Oh, okay. Look.
1: <laughs> I already saved it.
0: <laughs> ha ha. Go shit. Ew, you know what?
1: See, Walk we away. are an organized podcast. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're an organized podcast who watches all the shows the day of, <laughs> Damn, you know. Okay, <laughs> While so...
1: also watching another show at the same time, but never yeah. mind.
0: Okay, <laughs> to be fair, if we watch the shows as they're happening, sometimes, especially if they're not, like, big shows, I'll fucking forget everything that happened on that show, so, like, I gotta watch it in between two days of, or the day of, so... <laughs>
1: I mean, you'll be lucky if I remember what happened on the Dragon Gate show and I watched that like an hour ago, so...
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> luckily, you know, I got to play-by-play for that. I mean, luckily, like, we very rarely actually break down matches unless it's a big, big show.
1: Yeah, we're and probably that, gonna just going to be like, this this match was cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, TJPW and, and then, like, the GAC Junior title match, we'll probably, like, break those down, but that, like, some of these will be... Well, I mean... Bravegate title match, 2 because that was actually surprisingly very good. Not saying anybody involved was bad, it just fucking caught me off guard. That and I watched it at seven o'clock in the morning, so uh,
1: yeah, we're not gonna be breaking down a battle royal or anything.
0: Well, so, uh, I mean, well, we're gonna break down the last half because the last, the final two was some good shit, actually, but the rest of the Battle royal, I don't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, just let me know when you got the card up. Then I'll yeah. Well, I mean, right. I remember the first two matches. Then, like, after that, that's when you'll have to help. Uh, so we open the show. It's in Kobe Sambo Hall. Uh, big night. This has actually been one that's been promoted for quite a bit because uh, Punch challenged Gay like, back a month ago, I want to say. And they announced it for this show. Um, so this is... Uh, I think, I don't know if it's the last stop on the Passion Gate tour. It might be just one of the last stops. Uh, I think it officially ends before Dead or Alive. I'm not for sure. Uh, They did do a double header on the 18th, but there wasn't much to note about that one, uh, except for a really good uh, match between Shimizu and KZ that went to a time limit draw, uh, which I mean, I was in shock that it was really good. I mean, fuck. (laughs) Uh, uh, But uh, we started off this show. Natural vibes finally all together to Kame's back from his injury. Uh, they did their whole routine. Uh, he has new gear, which is similar to KZ's Dia Heart overalls. Um, and KZ promised a new name, and his new name Funky Jackie Kame. That shit rules, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you about this. So, uh, Funky is for obviously for natural vibes and how their style is. Jackie, because he looks like Jackie Chan, and then his name's Kame. So, the, now that makes sense much more than this man being hip hop Kikuda. Okay. Uh, but basically, they're all together finally. Kame had a he literally got injured right after he made natural vibes at the dance audition. So, that sucked. Um, the opener was Susumu, KZ, and. Oh, this is gonna take me a while to remember him as this. <laughs> but funky Jackie Kame versus Red Kyo Casma Sakamoto BB Hulk uh this man Hulk was corpsing this whole match Kazma was off his shit. I don't know who what... <laughs> he he was a menace. Uh and this man Kame, he definitely was a menace. I hope they drop merch for him and it's just a gun. <laughs> 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 Like this dude, he was hyped, and I mean, I don't blame him. Hasn't wrestled in like quite a bit. Uh, but this is a fun opener. Like, natural rides, if we're looking at all the units in Dragon Gate, they probably put out the best matches show to show. Like, I think it's safe oh, to say yeah, that. I'd agree. Like, I think it's safe to say that. Uh, not saying like the other factions are bad or anything, but KZ, Susumu, and Genki already have years worth of experience together, but. Ut feels right at home because he looks up to KZ, and then he grew up watching susan moon Genki, and then Kame is obviously very promising, very young. They just gel well together, and they bring out the best in people. They just provide the best matches show to show. That's just how that is. Like I said, um, like I said, not a jab at the other factions. It's just like simple truth. Like this group just knows what. They've got it all down-packed, what it takes to have fun matches from every show against different opponents. Uh, fun match here. They worked over Kame a lot, uh, which is to be expected, especially teaming with Sussamu and Casey. Uh, but eventually, this finish, I did not see it coming. I should have because like, he won, like I think it was in Corrigan. No, it wasn't Corrigan. Uh, it was some other show. I think it was the 18th. He won with it, but it still caught me off guard because I forget. Because, like, Casey, sometimes he just fucking gets fired up and just starts nailing these uppercuts. Like, they're probably not fun to take, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Because, I mean, yeah, he does them, but, like, if you look at them, they look like they probably hurt like shit. (laughs) Uh, But he finishes off, yo, with a sliding uppercut, and yo, like, died for a second. So, uh, natural vibes to get up their first win, like I said, I have lots of high hopes uh, for Kame for a reason that I'll get into later. Luckily, you jumped in like right as they got all five members like set, so you'll be able to kind of understand this. That, you watched uh, the previous Dead or Alive, so you'll understand what I'm talking about later on. But that gets to our second match. The other two Natural Vibes member Genki Haraguchi and UT taking on Don Fuji and Masquerade's Jason Lee. Jason Lee, uh, Pinsusamu and Korokin, so, I kind of expected... I think I said it on the cor- uh, podcast with Kevin Corkin that I expected a Masquerade Triangle Gate Challenge. I uh, probably did. Yeah, I
1: think you said that. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I know I mentioned it on Twitter, but I don't remember if I said it here. But, um... Uh, Genki tried to get his uh, rally call out, and Don Fuji was not having this shit. He said, nope, I'm <laughs> fucking everything <else."> up. <laughs> uh,
1: that man was an absolute menace, just, like, belting the shit out of everybody.
0: He was smacking the fuck out of youtube for no reason. youtube was trying to put a submission on. The ref went to go stop Yankee Don Fuji said, Alright, here I go. Smack. <laughs> uh he's a menace this whole match. But hey, it was a fun match. This is like one of the more fun Don Fuji matches. Uh Don Fuji's like the king of comedy and Dragon, if I'm being honest. Like this, he knows how to be serious and a comedian all at once. He he's got it down packed. I love Don Fuji. Uh, but Jason Lee gets the win with the maximum driver, uh, on Yankee. And then he tells Casey, I want the triangle gate belts. Uh, Casey was just like, Okay, who the fuck is your team? We'll fuck you up. <laughs> okay, he didn't say that. <laughs> but he was just like, Who's your, like, partners, bro? Because, like, Masquerade, y'all got a lot of people on it. Uh, he was like, It's gonna be Shun, but he, he's got, like, a dream gate title match. I don't know. It's gonna be Don. He's not in Masquerade, but y'all just won. And Don Fujiro all thing He's like, Nah, I'm not having no title match. So I'm too old for this. Uh, <laughs> Jason goes it'll be me, Australia, and this man and out comes the returning Dragon Daya back from injury Uh, Masquerade's also at full force now so that'll make things even more fun so Dead or Alive, Yagi announced it it'll be KZ, Susamu, Genki defending against La Australia, Jason Lee and Dragon Daya, that should be a very fun, high-paced match Uh, I figured Minoru would have been in this because he seems to be the number two guy in Masquerade, but Oddly enough, they just went with all the fast, high-speed guys teaming together, which, I mean, I'm fine with. It should be good with uh, the uh, Natural Vibes trio because they're all pretty fast and high-paced as well. Uh, it was just odd that they just left Menorah the odd man out. That's why I think whenever this dude turns heel, he's going to fuck everybody in this group up. <laughs> that man was just sitting at ringside. Jason, who was his twin-gate tag partner, he was just like, nope, not on the team. Uh Third match was the high-end and red match, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I didn't pay much attention to this because we've seen some, tor- some sort of variation of this match multiple times recently. Uh, High-end represented by Yamato, Dragon Kid, and Bald K. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> Why person? did
1: he shave his head? <laughs>
0: Dude, this man used to be handsome. I don't know what happened. This man said, I'm just going to be bald. And I'm like, I...
1: Man saw one Julia match and was like, you
0: know what? It, it was like, you know what? She's, <laughs> her hairline's not great. I don't think mine's too great, so let, let, let's, let's see what this bald thing's about. <laughs> <laughs> Hope this man's hair grows back fast. Uh, they took on the R.E.D. team of SP Kanto Kai and Kaito Ishida. Dude, it was a night of really good theme songs. Got to hear Genki's Go to Hell. I got to hear Kaito Ishida's I'm Gonna Kick Your Ass song. Like, this shit, ruled. I was hyped up already. Uh <laughs> Didn't pay much attention to this match. Like I told you, I was like, if you want to skip people can. We'll just cover the important part that was at the end. Uh So Kento held on to Yamato, and he told Kai to go hit him with the lariat. And Kai was just talking his shit, and he ran off the ropes, and Yamato moved. Kento was like, okay, stop. He moved. And then Kyle was like, fuck it. You hit me and fucking threw powder at me. I'm going to fucking clothesline you. <laughs> and he clotheslined him. And Yamato got the win, and then after Wario season, you know, he's basically like, hey, bro, uh, you told me the road to Dead or Alive starts, you did all this shit, so now it's my turn. And the two teams for Dead or Alive, Dragon Kid and Kento, and then Yamato and Kai are kind of, like, trying to rally each other together, like, hey, we're going to have to work together, whether you like it or not, got to keep our hair or our mask. So that was all there was to that. Next was Royal Sambo, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, Royal Sambo's is this big battle royal. They do every time they're at Sumo Hall. Uh, usually has some comedy in it a lot. Uh, usually has a very hot ending, and that's exactly what it was for this one. I'll just go over a little bit that I wanted to note. One being how Yoshida Takashi Yoshida is just a kid in a candy store whenever Masaki Mochizuki's theme song kicks, and he just stops what he's doing, and he just turns around and goes, Senpai!
1: Senpai! And, you know, this
0: dude, I, Yoshida's babyface run is just chef's kiss this is like the greatest idea they've had for him in a while uh then diamante is just a monster he went crazy in this match i'm very excited for him in king of gate if his match with uh, shimizu is any example he should have a very good king of gate as far as matches goes he's very good uh the final two were ryo saito and mosaki mochizuki and for some reason, they just had a really good, like, mini singles match. They just went at it. Uh,
1: yeah, they really went off for like, absolutely no reason at all.
0: Yeah, because they didn't know, have to. Yeah, because, like, you get nothing for winning Royal Sambo, and they just went at it. And, uh, which I mean, I like because it was just a nice reminder that Rio Saito is very good at pro wrestling. Like, he's very good. He's hilarious, but he's very good. Uh, but I think the bigger shocker was Saito pinning Mochizuki while wow, Mochizuki's attack champ. That was crazy. Uh, but uh, that plays into something later that we'll get into. Uh, then they had, I think it was intermission, and then there was a little bonus match with uh, Kines and Yasushi Kanda against uh, Doi Yoshi, Naruki Doi, and Masato Yoshino. The pop for both Doi and Yoshino when they came out was insane. They... Oh, my God. Like, I had to rewind it a few times because when they came out, like, fucking rules be damned. They just shouted. Like, it was crazy. Uh, it was just a little five-minute match. They went to a draw, uh, basically setting up. Uh, I think those was just to get them some reps in before uh, Yoshino's last show in his hometown on the 24th. Uh, then when we came back, uh, it was Brave Gate title match when we came back, right? Or was it? Uh,
1: Yeah, it was a Brave okay. Gate.
0: Okay, so uh, we came back. It was Keisuke Okuda versus Punch Tomonaga for the Brave Gate Championship. Uh, this match has been brewing since, like, the tail end of last year where Punch Tomonaga has invented this imaginary rivalry with Keisuke Okuda. Uh, he calls them rivals when Okuda literally has just whooped his ass within three minutes every time they faced uh <laughs> Except for one time. He got one win, and that was enough to give him this title match. And then he pinned him on the Fukuoka show doubleheader that we missed. Uh, And uh, basically, he was just like, hey, I'm going to take that belt. And uh, this match was really good. They brought it. Uh, Punch usually sticks to his comedy stuff, but both of them brought it here. Uh, Dickhead uh, Okuda was out on full display here. Honestly, between these two, they couldn't have done this match any better, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, at least to me, I think they went about this definitely the right way. Uh, Did not know who was going to win this, uh, but they went with the route I'm happy about, so I'm cool with that, but man, they really, like, for just a show that's just here and, like, not that important, I guess you can say, for a title, they put a title match on here, and not only that, they had a very good title match. uh, Just fun shit just fun shit uh, okuda gets the win here uh, of course he chokes out tomonaga i think it was a, with a triangle choke uh, and then afterwards ut from natural vibes comes out and he basically lays down the challenge for the brave gate championship for his hometown of nagoya at dead or alive uh and it gets confirmed and yeah ut should just win here because uh yeah he should um UT has came... This is what I was referring to earlier about why I have high hopes for Kame. UT has come a long way. Like, um, the two Dead or Alive shows we watched when we watched them in, he was, like, maybe, like, two, three years in his career. He wasn't in his career long. Uh, Maybe five. Uh, He's came such a long way. And every unit he's been in, he's just been a bottom guy where there's, like, so many people above him in the pecking order as we're now that he's in natural vibes, he's with all of his idols and another young promising prospect. This is like his first real chance where we know KZ's the top guy in natural vibes, but UT can now step up and be the second guy in the unit. And that's really good for him. Uh, Cause he's improved so much. Uh, now that he's with like all his idols, he's just let his charisma show. He's his work has got crisper. He's just all around has gotten way better since joining the group. Uh, and in Nagoya, he usually challenged... I know he challenged Susumu in Nagoya for the Brave of back in 2019, I think it was. And he lost. Hasn't challenged for it since, I don't believe. But now that he's got the shot, I would like to hope he wins in Nagoya. Uh, but, of course, we know the wrestling trope. Nobody wins in their hometown, especially if it's in Nagoya. That's Jungle Kiona. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, honestly... I don't know how you feel, because, I mean, you've basically watched all of Okuda's title reign with me. I mean, you missed, like, maybe just the Kagatora match, but you've seen his other defenses that he's had since then. Uh, this is probably—if I had to pick somebody who's a Brave Gate wrestler under the weight limit to beat Okuda, I would probably go UT. I don't think there's anybody else I'd pick. I was thinking Hio back when he challenged, but since he lost— this is probably the right time to change the belt. Especially right before uh, King of Gate. Personally, I think it'd be the right thing to do.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, especially with like Natural Vibes going like, more up and everything. If that makes oh, any yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I think it'd be a, a good chance to put the title on him and kind of establish them a little bit more. For, like a singles wrestler, so...
0: Yeah, he hasn't had that chance to be established as a singles wrestler. I mean, he's held the Triangle Gate belts, and that's pretty much it. But uh, this would be a good chance just to get him something because we know that Susbu, Genki, and Casey will always be doing something. If anything has shown us about UT and other units, that's not the case with him, except for now. That seems to change. I know everybody in the group loves him, so, I mean, I would have to assume he wins here. But only time will tell, uh, which, if you look at their alive, that's a nice card so far. We got uh, we got Kento and uh, Kid versus Yamato and Kai in the cage match. Kakuda and Skywalker for the Dream Gate title match, which I'll get into when we talk about the main event. Uh, UT and Okuda for the Brave Gate. Kazma and Ishida versus Mochi Kong. And then uh, the Triangle Gate match with Masquerade and Natural Vibes. show's looking like a really good wrestling show, if I'm being honest. Uh, which that would take us to our main event, I guess. Uh, well, no, no, no. Missed the point. So after the match, Ryo Saito and Shimizu, they were ringside the whole time. Uh, they got in the ring, and uh, Ryo Saito, basically like a dad, he was just like, uh, Punch, I'm proud of you coming this far and challenging Okuda for the Brave Gate title. Uh, then he was just like, uh, Shimizu, now that the Bokumo character is done, it's time for you to carve your own path and go out your own way. I agree with the way. Uh, we should disband Team Boku on positive terms. Uh, Team Boku was a unit uh, designed to help Shimizu and eventually Punch, punch Tomonaga to get to places they couldn't get to by themselves, and they've done that so far. So it was probably best case scenario for the unit to disband. That way, you can get Shimizu started. Probably, I guess they're gonna put Saito in whatever Doi unit gets formed after Kobe World or have them team with Mochizuki and uh, Yoshida Moore. Uh, right move uh, served its purpose. So, Team Boku, that's one less unit. That means they'll probably create more as time goes on. Now that brings us to our main event. We had Ida, Hip Hop Kikuta, and Bridge Book Kakatora versus the Masquerade Team of Shun Skywalker, Koto Minora, and La Estrella this match exceeded my expectations
1: I yeah this was really fun I don't know why
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know why either I was just like yeah it'll just be another match you know I like you I like Ke- I like everybody involved so I mean it'll probably be something but no they had a really good match and it raised my hope a bit was, oops, excuse me but especially with Kakuta and Skywalker specifically working together they've kind of upped my mood about their title match now Uh like I said, I was not, like, especially after his match with Ben Kay, I was just not looking forward to them having a singles match. But after seeing them work together here, I'm actually starting to come around to the idea, and I think they could have a good one come Dead or Alive. Uh, this match was hectic and fun. Uh, Kakator is continuing his uh, tour of the units, if you will, uh, where he was being a heel here, and R.E.D. was just being bitches to him. I mean, <laughs> Like... Realistically, this man Kagator basically did everything the right way, and they still just was like, fuck off. Like, it was weird. <laughs> uh, but, hey, Kagator gets the win. Kagator's on a little winning streak, actually. That's dope. Uh, he gets the win, and then uh, was like, well, you got the win, so here's my invitation to R.E.D. And then Kagator was like, well, none of you had a weapon prepared for me. Also, y'all were all pretty rude when I was just trying to fit in, so that'll be a no for me. So thanks for the invitation. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Uh, So he's obviously not joining R.E.D. If I had to guess, he'll probably end up in the new DOI unit or I could see him. uh, uh, They could put him in Natural Vibes. That couldn't hurt to have six, I guess. Uh, But overall, a show that didn't have... To, it didn't have the right to be as good as it was or as eventful as it was, but it was. Is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Uh so the next show is the 24th. Uh might cover it just, it depends what's happening next week. We'll have to see uh after a show goes off the air then we'll talk about it and look at what other shows going on. Uh but that would take us to Pro Wrestling Noah and this card I completely forgot. So this is where you have to step in here. <laughs>
1: Thank god I have a card up. So, uh, we started the show with a six-man tag match. We had full throttle Hajime O'Hara, Saiki Yoshioka, Yohei versus Junta Miyawaki, Kinyo Okada, and Yasutaka Yano.
0: (laughs) You said this name right so many fucking times. I don't know what's wrong with you now that it's just, like, (laughs) such a big deal.
1: (laughs) no it's, it's getting late <laughs> for me <laughs> that's my excuse <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: well, yeah, we'll, yeah we'll go with that uh, but yeah this was your uh everyday opener for Noah with the young guys getting a lot of shine uh of course full throttle they were not losing here ain't no way this unit you know was not losing um I fail more and more every show to understand why they haven't decided to just push Kenyoka in the same way they've pushed Inamora. It'll never make sense to me until it happens. Uh, very weird they haven't because this he's ready. Like to me he's ready. Like you can just move him from this uh young boy role already. Like he's ready to go do other stuff. Especially in a heavyweight division that's like pretty stagnant and need fresh faces he's ready. Like, come on, let's get this over with. Um, but full throttle, they're kind of in limbo right now. Uh, well, Yoshioka and Yohei are going to be teaming with Marafuji to take on uh, Momono Senshi, and I don't remember who their partner's going to be for that one, actually. But, uh, might might be Kaito, actually, but uh, basically, Marafuji tweeted at Yohei, he was like, alright, who are you targeting? And Yohei is, like, the pink one with a belt, so Yohei's probably about to challenge for the junior title, and he'll probably lose, and then Hayato won the title, because Noah hates me. Okay. Well, I don't know how you feel about the Okada thing when I went on the little rant, but I think he's ready. Like, come on, let's, let's move this on. No,
1: I, I agree. Like, I, th- I don't. I think he's, like, too good to be, like, hanging around with, like, the young guys. You know, just, like... mm mm-hmm. Push him out the nest.
0: Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I, I mean, especially to me. I mean, well, Junso's not te- technically in that young nest anymore, but still, like, he doesn't need to be doing these undercard tag matches. He's ready to move up. Especially to yeah, me. Yeah, like... Yeah, yeah.
1: Considering yeah, he, me... he, he's way too good to be, like, doing the opener.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially to me, because, like, personally, this might be <laughs> Um, I prefer him a lot more than Inamora. Even though like is a big horse guy and he's done some good stuff, I think Okada's like leaps and bounds above him, honestly, in terms of skill. I think there's yeah, more, I, can I think there's more longevity in Kenya than there is in Inamora is gonna be just a power guy. Kenya can do it all pretty much. Uh, so that's it for that tag. It was just a fun opener. What you expect from all these three. Uh, next was the Dice Gay singles, right?
1: Yeah, Dasuke Arada versus Kai Fujimura.
0: Uh, Kai Fujimura recently said, uh, he's participating a lot in Noah. He was like, he's still a freelancer. Of course, he was a young boy for WrestleMania 1 when they shut down. He was like, he's still a freelancer, but he likes being in Noah and he wants to grow in Noah. So I assume he's going to stick around for the long run. Uh... So he tried to get the jump start on Daisuke Harada, and the end result was Daisuke Harada whooping his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, I, li- hey, I like the match, and I like the fire from him, but Daisuke Harada was like, who the fuck does this dude think he
1: is? <laughs> yeah, he quickly knocked him back to reality in that match. He was like, yeah, no, he was like, you're not going to do this. Daisuke
0: one with the top rope elbow drop, and I was like, what? Ski, whoa, okay.
1: Was that uh, the match where uh, I think it was this one where he like did a suicide dive light like, over the top rope or something?
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I was
1: like, "Fucking hell!"
0: Yeah, dude's a menace. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was like it was just your average match to showcase Kaifu Jamora and also Daisuke Harada is very good at pro wrestling. Uh, so what was the next match? Was the was it the Funky Express? Match?
1: Yeah, it was a Funky Express uh-huh. tag against uh, Kaito Kiyomir and Yoshiki Inomura. Uh
0: To be more specific, it was uh, Shuhei Taniguchi and uh, Muhammad Yone. Uh, this match was just a reminder to me that how good Shuhei Taniguchi is and it's weird that he's just in a comedy unit. It's very weird to me. It'll never make sense to me because, I mean, you watched in one so you, you saw his matches. But dude's like, very good. Like, I don't know why he just in this comedy, to be honest. I'm going. you know what?
1: Having... I'm fine with it though, because like he's really funny. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh yeah, I'm you can tell he's having fun for once, and like I'm all for him having fun, but like damn, I kind of want to see him like do some stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> but him and Yone are facing the aggression coming up here soon. I think it's 24th. I do see a world where Tanaguchi gets a win over. I think Nakajima, since he pinned Nakajima and then one uh, and them challenging for the tag titles, which that'd be dope. But like, damn, Taniguchi was just throwing these bombs at these boys. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, once again, uh, Kaito and Inomaru continuing the progress as a tag team, uh, basically building them momentum to their cyber fight clash against uh, Yuki Uno and Kanosuke Takashita, who is now going back to Japan. Uh, right as the state of emergency is happening. That's fantastic timing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was just a get an more and Kaito win type of match. Uh, but for what it was, fun. I mean, I hate that submission Kaito uses. Maybe he should just not do that. <laughs> it
1: just Yeah, looked... it's, it's, it's not the best one, I've
0: Yeah, seen. Yeah, it... it there's, like, a thousand other submissions that I'd rather see than that one. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so next match was the Segura Gun double uh, crossover tag, I'm assuming. Uh, no, no, it
1: was the Stinger 6 Man.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it was Katara Suzuki, no Sao Rungai, and uh, Ikuda Hidaka, or, no Hidaka Ikudo uh, versus Yoshinori Ogawa Hayata and Yuya Susumu. Surprisingly, I expected this just to immediately get thrown out and it did at the end, but they were having a nice little junior six man until the end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> until the end where everything just erupted into chaos.
0: Yeah, no, so I was just like, uh, actually, I think we're just going to leave because we like to make y'all very mad and of course Stinger is full of hotheads namely Yoshinari Ogawa, so he's just like, nope, you are going to get back in here. And then Kotaro, Hidaka, and Nosawa proceed to whoop all of their asses and then proceed to get themselves DQ'd when he kicks Susamu in the nuts when Nosawa (laughs) does it just to make Ogawa even matter. And that's honestly I'm pretty excited for the match. They, They could do some fun stuff. Although personally I think maybe these belts could get benefited from moving to Ohara and Yoshioka probably. I think maybe that should be the move they do. Uh, either them or Neo and how? which won't be for a little while. I forgot to mention this at the beginning, but... Uh, oh, okay. First, that match is done. Uh, Stinger won by DQ, just another chaotic thing between Stinger and the Nosawa goon, Kataro goon, whatever you want to call them. Uh But Cano tested positive for COVID-19, so him... Tadasuke, Hao, and Manabu Soya, they're going to be off the 24th and 29th shows. Um, those three didn't test positive, but they were close contact with them with meals and drinking and all that, so they were just like, hey, let's be safe about this, so they'll be off shows for a while, so Congo would just be the aggression in Neo for now. Uh, but yeah, like I said, these junior belts need to get away from Stinger because they are just always holding the titles, for God's sakes. I feel like every time I watch Noah, there's, like, Hayata's got a belt, and I'm sick of it. Let's 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 move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, was the Segura going tag? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm on a roll today. All right. So, we had a preview to the national title match in Nagoya. We had Takashi Sagira and Kazushi Sakuraba, the former tag champs, versus Kazuyuki Fujita and Kendo Kashin. You know, I fucking love this tag match. Uh, one, it started off with some very good grappling with Kendo Kashin and Sakuraba, and then ended with Fujita and Sagira just beating the shit out of each other.
1: Yeah, this match is like so good for like absolutely no reason at all, especially for the time that they were given as well. Cause it felt, it was, like, I think it was under 10 minutes and it was like, it felt longer, but in a good way.
0: Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Uh, and, honestly, I just didn't want the match to end. I was like, it was just going so well. I was just like, damn, just let this one ride out. But, I mean, I guess they got to save it for the uh, actual title match in Nagoya, which, damn, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Fujita wins by booting the shit out of Sagira. Uh
1: Yeah, it just killed him.
0: <laughs> yeah. I like I said, as far as that whole Nagoya card, that's probably my most... Look- the match I'm looking forward to the most because I know they will beat the shit out of each other and it'll be fine. Like,
1: oh yeah, I don't even care who wins that match. I'm just like looking forward to it that much.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody can win. I'm fine with that. Just let them go crazy. Um. Then we move on to the GAT Junior Title Match. We had the champion Atsushi Kotoge taking on Neo of Congo. Damn. Like, okay, for. <laughs> me being very critical of Neo a lot as far as in his in his singles matches he stepped up here he came out he came to play and just another good junior singles match for Katoge uh honestly I thought they were gonna swap the belt again like after uh Neo hit the Stuka splash I was like no ain't no fucking way they're just gonna end this title reign no <laughs> I actually got kinda mad and then he kicked out I was like alright good uh there was a crazy spot where, like, both of them were on the top rope and, like, Katoge was bent over, and Neo stood on the top rope and just fucking diving senton across Katoge's back.
1: Oh, the God, that was so painful.
0: Yeah, I don't... That... Oh, my God. I don't know how that... Like, that didn't hurt Katoge even more. Like, shit, that looked crazy. Uh... This match was off the rails. A uh, really good junior match. I wasn't gonna say it should have been the main event. Then I got to the main event. Crazy. Uh, but Katoge, to end this match. First he did like this diamond dust kill switch. I haven't seen him do before. I've seen. Yeah, him- that looks
1: so sick.
0: Yeah, that ruled. I'm taking that. Uh. uh I saw him do a version where he just like picked them up from behind and did it, but like I never seen him do the diamond dust version. That shit rolls. I hope Yoshioka takes that. He'll fucking spike on his head. Uh, <laughs> no, oh my god, I know Yohei definitely will. They gotta do that in their match. Uh, uh, but yeah, and then Katoge finished it with the regular kill switch. Uh, my original thought process I was like, I hope Katoge gets a long rain that goes into the summer. And then. Noah was like, oh, I think we're going to do Yohei versus Katoga, And I was like, all right, you know what? Katoga has had a nice long one reign, <laughs> One defense <laughs> No, It's time to swap the bill. Uh, shit, I'm going to hate that match so much. I don't want either one to lose. But, uh, yeah, for just... Oh, my God. For a match that was just thrown on this Corican of no importance, this match ruled.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, Lord. Uh, that those Damn, this, the stuff they pulled off, they're just like, all right, let's go out there and we're just going to try some shit and see what happens. And I mean, that was the best case scenario. Maybe more junior matches to be like this and not 30 minutes, not pointing any fingers, but you know who you are. <laughs> oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about them. We got to talk about them after this. <laughs> uh, but our main event. Originally, it was supposed to be Kano and uh, Masaki Mio versus Noamichi Marafuji and... Keiji Muto, but it got changed due to Kano's coronavirus test come back positive. Um, it became the aggression, versus Mara Fuji and Keiji Mudo. This match continues to confirm my belief that I think Keiji Mudo should just be a tag wrestler because this match was really good.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is definitely like the best Muto match that I've seen in in a while.
0: No, yeah, for sure. For sure, for me, too. Uh, like I said, if him and Marfuji just went to a tag run after he drops his title, I'd be down for that because, like, this was a really good tag match. Uh, it's odd they didn't just do this for the tag titles and let uh, the aggression get a defense in or something. Uh, but what we did get was a crazy finish. Okay. Did not think he would do this to this 58-year-old man. Okay, so but thinking, okay, first of all, there was like I don't know if it's just because Keiji Muto can't lift his feet off the ground, but every time Masa hit him with a Saito suplex, he looked like he was just dumping this dude on his neck like every time, like like every time he lifted Keiji Muto up, Muto looked like a fish out of water just flopping around trying to get away. Um, uh, but he locks in the prison lot. There was one time before where he just uh where Marafuji broke it up, and I just thought he was just... So he does it again. I was like, alright. Muto's uh, gonna tap. This man, Masa, he was like, okay. Okay, so so you think he's a big man, huh? You GHC heavyweight champion, huh? Grabs this bald man by his ears and headbutts him and Muto gushes blood from his head and Masa wins, and this man has no remorse in his body for what he just did
1: he just killed an old man in front of like a hundred thousand people and he's just like you know what that was cool
0: that was one of the most badass visuals i've seen all year and i was just like dude just strap this dude up like
1: i mean they're not going to but
0: yeah they're not they short yeah but they fucking should okay no offense to anybody else in congo but, Moss is the guy. He, he's probably the best one, all right. This dude, <laughs> this dude, they, okay, the rest of Congo does stuff that internet fans just like, so they're more, I don't know, I guess more easy to gravitate to. Like, you know, Kano and Nakajima, they fucking, they're kick boys. They do what they do. Uh, they strike and all that. Then you got, you know, like, how who will do the high flying or whatever. Masaki to Mia's mindset is I'm gonna go out here and kill a motherfucker. So, <laughs> they, the visual of him, like, with the blood running down and him doing the title on the waist, Jester, dude, just, oh my god, they're not going to, but god, give this dude the belt. This, like, if they don't slow him down, this is gonna be his year. <laughs> uh, shit, so what'd you think? Oh shit, just what'd you think?
1: <laughs> what, the macho on like the whole show?
0: Uh, match, and then we'll do the whole show.
1: I mean, at the match, this was definitely, like, one of my favorites on the show. They just, like, absolutely went in. I mean, with the Nakajima and Marifuji just, like, kicking the absolute life out of each other. For, yep. like, no reason.
0: I don't know why when Marufuji spins people around, they still just sit there and wait. If you don't duck, you know once he spins you around, he's gonna fucking kick <laughs> you in the face. <laughs> if you don't just duck. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I love that match. I thought it was great. I thought uh, Mira as well. It, just give him the title. Because, like, he looks like he could just kill everybody on the roster. And he probably and, could. <laughs> well, yeah, he probably could. But, like, I mean, it's gonna suck watching him lose to Muto, but. <laughs> uh,
0: hopefully the Muto match is like fifteen minutes. It'll be like thirty, but it should be just
1: fifteen. Yeah, it's gonna be like 30, 35 minutes with like majority headbutts, head headbutts and fucking chin locks.
0: Dude, it's thirty-five minutes of Masaki to me just headbutting Cage Muto, I'm signed up. <laughs> <laughs> That old man's going to die. Yeah, probably. I thought he was going to die here. I was like, whoa. (laughs) Crushed his head like a grape. Anyway, overall, honestly, enjoyed the hell out of the show. I didn't feel that way going into it. I was like, I'll probably like the junior title match. Enjoyed the whole show, honestly.
1: Yeah, I'd probably say, like, if you're going to watch the show, definitely watch, like, the last three matches.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Although, like, I'll say this about this and the Dragon Bear show. They were both, like, easy to watch shows. They were just fast. It was just like, you can just sit down, watch it, and just be whatever. Didn't feel like oh, no. nothing was long, so. Uh, so, before we get to the main attraction, of course, you know, big Dub uh, people we are. Uh, big Cyber Fightites we are. It's in our veins. just flowing through our blood, man. You just don't know. uh. New Japan ran, ran two Quarkins this week with 14 people in the crowd, and it was fucking <laughs> wild. I, this is what happened when Billion Moss raised your world champ. Okay, first of all, me, we're obviously going to talk extensively about New Japan for a second, so I guess get comfortable. First
1: of all, get your facts right. There was a 302 people there.
0: Yeah, compared to the fucking 700 that were at the Dragon Gate Naruki Rookie Doi return show. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, first off i want to say i feel bad because the never six-man title feud was the highlight of those two shows and none of the batch none of the matches none of the matches were bad like ishii versus yujiro good uh taiji versus goto good main event with uh yoshiashi very good and then their six-man title match the next day also very good, which that one drew more than the one before, which means you should give Yujiro Takahashi more title matches if you want the crowd to come out, maybe. Uh, he just won the never title. Anybody want to watch Jay White versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for the 700th time? But the bet on huge, huge. Uh, first of all, New Japan Defenders, please, we mean this in the nicest way. We're, okay, I like to think that we're good people for the most part. Pretty nice. We vibe. That's what we do. Uh, We like wrestling, but very kindly. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (coughs) Stop with this gatekeeping. Gato's not going to give you a kiss, bro. Stop. Billiam's not going to give you a United Empire shirt and call you a brother, bro. Stop. Okay. First of all, let's get the facts straight here. 300 people the first day, 366 people the second day. I saw one argument that was like, other companies are drawing worse. Dragon Gate literally had a nothing show and drew 690-something people. What's wrong with you? Uh, another argument was it's a weekday, so...
1: Yeah, but not- even the even the show on, I think it was like Saturday or Sunday, yeah, it got like 600 people, but Tokyo Joshi's biggest show got like 510. Yeah. So you shouldn't like- be drawing like 100 more than like a smaller company like that.
0: You shouldn't be drawing that much less than the Tatsumi, bro. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, That, but also, if we go back to last year with Knights of the Champion, these nothing during the week, uh, Korakins, that weren't on the weekends, they were still drawing over 700, of which the 800 people. Like, don't let...
1: And, you know, we were still in a pandemic as well.
0: Yeah, don't let that just be the narrative. Oh, during a pandemic, it's a weekday. Bullshit. Naito was putting fucking 700 people, 800 people in fucking court and he was world champ last year. <laughs> and the crazy part is they were missing like half their roster when that was happening. Uh, foreigners couldn't come over. Kenzo couldn't come over because he lives in Florida. They were like, they had to rely on their undercard guides who they just showed they didn't care about before to come out and do some good work. And they did. Uh That's one thing. Second thing is international fans need to understand this one thing. First, let me get a drink. New Japan in 2021 is meant to appeal to them. That's just what it is. New Japan has become a company that has prioritized the international audience over their home base. The problem is Every other pro wrestling promotion in Japan, even though that they are, like, reaching out to an international audience or starting to, their priority is Japan. They want to please the Japanese fans, and rightfully so. They're not running shows in America. New Japan, they have neglected the Japanese crowd. That's just what it is. You can say what you want. Most of their booking decisions isn't made to please the Japanese crowd. That's just the truth. It's more so to appeal to those international gatekeeping fans that are coming out, people giving people history lesson after history lesson about New Japan, that their only knowledge is 2016 when Kenny Omega was leader of Bullet Club. Nothing else before that. They need to suck it up and realize there are simply companies in Japan that are performing better than New Japan right now. That's just what it is. And that's on them if they don't want to watch those companies. That's fine. But that's just the matter of fact. I'm someone who watches them all. Even though I don't talk about New Japan unless I'm burying them, I'll watch them. Some of the stuff they're doing, fine. But there's some stuff like if you watch those whole shows, you you can obviously tell why other companies are getting more acknowledgement than they are. With that being said, Gato is not a good booker. (laughs) He had... His style of booking was good for during the New Japan boom because he has a Southern pro wrestling approach where you focus on a couple of top guys and then the rest of the cards whatever. It's just whatever. He's focused on four people this whole time. If you've seen New Japan's ads, especially on New Japan World, every time a new year happens, it's four people on the ads and they're usually the focus for the rest of the year. He doesn't, and I think the unification more than anything shows he doesn't know what he's doing now. He's just doing shit, okay? You look at that whole roster and see all the people not doing that. You can take the never six-man title uh, feud that we just had as an example, not counting Ishimori because he's a junior, but take that feud for example. These are five guys who probably could benefit from having that Intercontinental title right now or having that United States title in Japan. You could obviously tell that. Not only that, you can tell that about uh, Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. You can watch them and see, damn, maybe if they had the Intercontinental title, they would have some. Or Sonata, who's doing nothing right now but feeding with an RA. Damn, maybe if they had the IC title. Or just any other title but the never I'm fine with the Never Title being a mid-card title that they want to focus on, but you can't just have that one. Not, No Americans or other people care enough about six-man titles to care about the six-man belts. That's just the truth. They're going to have to either get that belt off Moxley and get it to Japan and just let everybody challenge, or just hit a hard reset on their booking and just start slowly slowly putting their time into stuff because it just seems like they're rushing through stuff just to get them by the next show like I think you can agree with this their world title booking is just the biggest example of that like Osprey won the title and then Shingo and Okada both came down and they're like okay Okada gets the challenge at Tokyo Dome Shingo gets the challenge at Yokohama Budokan that's like speed booking at it's finest that's like lazy don't do that
1: I mean why's the build up
0: there is no build-up. It's just, hey, they want the <laughs> belt. Just throw all this shit together. Okay. I mean,
1: it, it's not even that. It's like when um Kota won the title at Wrestle Kingdom. Like, I love Kota, so I was, like, super hyped for it. And then he had the most disappointing run as the world champion that I've seen. And I'm like, D- how did you manage that?
0: I don't know how they messed up a Kota Ibushi world title run. Not the only... fact that people were
1: calling Kota boring as well, like, at, like straight after he'd won the title, they're like, oh, he's boring. This is going to be a boring title reign. I'm like, th- he hasn't defended the title yet. He but f- I mean, you were right.
0: <laughs> yeah, he defended once, and, like, on night two, and that's it. And I mean, if you're judging off that match, that's fine. Jay white not good at the wrestles, bro, but I mean, <laughs> I don't think Bush is bad. And... They set him up for failure because they were having him preach something you know Kodabushi does not believe. He has talked about on various occasions how much the Intercontinental title means to him. And then you're making him the guy who's just like, I think we should just put them together. He don't believe that shit. Like, they set him up for failure right off the bat. And then just look all the way down the card. They're not taking their time with anything. They're just doing whatever. Hopefully this summer, I doubt it, but there's going to become a point where they're just going to have to sit down and reassess everything they're doing and have to change something. Don't I mean, know... the
1: thing is as well, like, with the, the whole pandering to, like, the like, international funds, it's not going to help them in a pandemic.
0: Yeah, because they're not going to America anytime soon. You're going to be in Japan. Don't pander to
1: them. I mean, you know, New Japan's probably not going to be going overseas anywhere for, like, at least an, another year or two.
0: Yeah. And if people want to just go, like, how do I know they're, like, planning to the international crowd? Dude, just take a look at the popularity uh, results uh, from, I think it was ShoePro, who did a, a fucking, uh, it's basically a popularity contest, almost, uh, seeing who the most popular wrestlers are.
1: Yeah, well, it is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, they did a like, yeah, they did, like, some type of poll or whatever, and uh, it was, like, over, like, 500 people, I think it was, or whatever. I don't know how many, I know a lot of people took the poll, but if you watch New Japan, you're gonna see, you're gonna assume that Osprey, Jay White, Shingo, and, like, Tanahashi and Okada, they were, like, at the top of the list. Dude, the, the, okay, the people, the five New Japan people, or, let me see if I can think of the fifth one. Yeah, So the five New Japan people who are, like, the most popular in Japan were Naito, Haramu Takahashi, Kota Ibushi, El Desperado, and Taichi. Despi, yeah, he's junior champ now, but that was just because Haramu got hurt. Taichi's in a tag title feud with the Gorillas of Destiny who, if you put them side by side with Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi, it shouldn't even be close, but it is. Kota Ibushi had his whole run sabotaged. Hiromu Takahashi, he's hurt. Naito, he's trying to elevate other people because he's the only main eventer in this company who seems to want to do that. Call it selfish, call it whatever, but nobody else seems to willing to sacrifice So New Japan can make more stars like Naito has. That's just what it is. So there's going to have to become a time where they're just going to have to sit back and just assess everything. When that time will happen, I don't know. But you shouldn't be this close to... Was it uh, the Tokyo Doshi Show we're about to talk about? Was that the one 500 people? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be that close to them. They shouldn't be like right there. I love TJPW, but there's no way for New Japan they should be right there with them. Uh,
1: I mean, if it was like Stardom, you know, yeah. I'd, I'd kind of understand being like similar-ish numbers because like, let's be real, Stardom's, you know, the, the top women's promotion in Japan.
0: It's female New Japan.
1: People well, you, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's female New Japan. People you want to see get pushed don't get pushed. Uh They put all their eggs in one basket and it's speed books. So, I mean, it is what it is.
1: But, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, at, at least with, with Stardom drawing similar numbers to New Japan, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But not like Tokyo Joshi. But, I mean, Rika Tatsumi being a bigger draw than Will Osprey.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: <laughs> that's that's uh, my world.
0: <laughs> I love that world that we live in. But, like, also with Stardom, though, is, like, they don't run as much shows as New Japan. So, like, it's fine for them to do this stuff. Uh, not saying the good booker like they have good booking or anything like that, but uh, I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, while we're talking about uh stardom, I guess we can just note that uh, that the Oeda Tai artist title challenger team changed,
1: uh, yeah, to Natsuko, Konami, and Fukigen death because Konami is a certified Fukigen trainer,
0: yeah. And I'm assuming Saki is still sick. I hope she's okay. Uh,
1: I have this weird feeling, and I hate pointing this into the universe. Cause I think it's gonna come true now, but I feel like Saki might be done with wrestling eventually, just because of how much she's missed time with being sick, mm. especially could... like the last year as well.
0: I could see that. If not that, probably a lighter schedule, because like she does like every show. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I could see her like only coming out for like the bigger shows.
0: Uh, yeah, hopefully, it is. I mean, hopefully, she's back with a five star. I'm not gonna get my hopes up, but hopefully, she's all right. Don't know why they took Raka out. Maybe she's got like finals or something coming up. I don't know. Uh, I, don't but,
1: know, I yeah. think I think they finished with school in Japan now, so yeah,
0: okay. Then, yeah, it's weird they took Raka. I guess maybe for the story of Konami being the Fukugen trainer, that, that's why they just took her out, which I mean, makes sense. Maybe Oedotai is just going to win the belts. Maybe that's why.
1: I think uh, Tai is just damnation at this point.
0: Yeah, there's damnation at this point. They're just going to win six-man belts and just be the most interesting thing in the company to me. <laughs> uh, which I mean, I'm fine with, I guess. Uh, which also brings another fear that might come to reality of Nagi, winning Cinderella. I hate it. I hate my life. <laughs> I don't like wrestling. Uh
1: I can't wait until we do the podcast and Yanagis won the um, Cinderella tournament.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna do crack before we do that show. I promise. (laughs) Uh, But time to raise the spirits to another show that I really, really, really enjoyed. Uh, Turn it over to you.
1: Yeah, another show that just had no real business being this good.
0: Man, that was like, I expected the top matches to be pretty good, but like there's like four matches on this card that are in my favorite matches of the year list. So,
1: oh, yeah, same. But I mean, even the show as a whole was just it shouldn't have been that good. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so start off with the tag team match we had Marika Kobashi and Sena Shiori versus Arisu Endo. And Mocha Miyamoto.
0: Don't care about Mocha. Don't care about Marika. But I kind of enjoyed this, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed this. Uh, Sena really showed out. And it's absolute shame that she's going to be graduating. Yeah. And leaving wrestling. Because Which... she... She really went off in this match. And she's really been doing well, like... Just in general.
0: I... I have really high hopes for Santa. Uh, especially, I had super high hopes for the tag team with her and Hikari Noah. Uh, this will make sense for a reference I'll make later, but I thought they were progressing well and they could have been like a, uh, a senshi like tag team, a Doi Yoshi tag team, something like that, like a fast paced, really good tag team. Uh, sad that she's gonna be graduating or whatever leaving wrestling uh but her health's important so I don't mind it but luckily she was able to get her first win here in Corrigan, so that's nice at least
1: yeah she did mention that um with her like ongoing illness she was gonna stop wrestling once she got her first win and she finally got her first win and a really good match surprisingly
0: yeah uh she debuted a new submission too, which is crazy. Like she just brought all this out. Uh, interested to see what they're going to choose for her last match.
1: Uh, hopefully, uh, I'd assume it'd be Hikari. Yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe they team up though. Like maybe. Uh, hopefully, her disease isn't too bad, and maybe she can pull in Arisa and come back down the line. Uh. Maybe not, who knows. Uh, just as long as she's alright, that's fine with
1: me. Yeah, I mean, she's only like 19 or something, like crazy like that, so I could see a you know maybe coming back in the future. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so Sena got the victory in that, and then we go on to the uh, six-woman tag. We had Mio, Watanabe, Raku, and Pom Harajuku, versus Haruna Neko, Mihiro Kiyu, and Yuna Manase. You, you
0: down for a second?
1: Yeah, sorry. So, uh... Mina! What's up she Why? <laughs> Dice, get so it! We did get the end of the scene this week.
0: <laughs> okay, I I fucking love this match. God, I love Yuna Manase.
1: You know what? I'm kind of happy that Yuna left Tokyo Goji Pro. Because the amount of times that she's, like, come in... And just for no reason had, like, a random, like, tag or six tag or whatever. And she's, like, the best part of the match.
0: Oh, yeah. Great. Dude, the stuff for hurting me, I was like, man, y'all have a singles, bro? <laughs> I was like, oh, I was feeling for it. Uh, yeah.
1: uh, I thought the same thing at the end of the match. I was like, I hope they have a singles match at some point. I mean, they probably won't, but Another
0: they part- should. <laughs> Another part that I enjoy about Una not being in uh, TJPW is the amount of match the amount of matches she's able to have in other companies, from God oh, yeah. to ceiling, just everywhere.
1: I'm glad. yeah. That's the, that's the weird thing about like Tokyo Joshi is that they don't really go out to other companies, And yeah. if they do, it's DDT,
0: which I think honestly if they went out to other companies that would be even better for them i mean they're really coming on their own like on their own this year but wouldn't mind seeing like a couple of their people go elsewhere and do other stuff maybe for like a one-off match or something like
1: yeah if they did like a thing like with what stardom does where you know now they've only just started working with other companies again and just having like Mew show up in like a different company or whatever. I mm-hmm. think like kind of fun.
0: Yeah, but this is a really fun six person tag. Uh, shit, Rocky was a menace, of course, as always. Uh, dude, I don't know how she gets away with being this dangerous, but she does. <laughs> like I expect her to pull out a Gonzo bomb at one point, but I mean it ain't happened. Uh, but yeah. Honestly, I was most captivated by the stuff. Uh, both me me doing it and Yuna's performance as well. I was just like, damn. Really wanna see. Yeah, me when
1: Mew picked her up in like Body Slender.
0: She's speakishly was... strong. I
1: that was like Hogan and Andre levels of Man incredible. It's
0: crazy. <laughs> I translated what the commentator said and they said the irresistible force meets the immovable object and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Roku gets the win with the Burning Hammer, and that's the match. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> uh, no, Raku won with this, uh, running net breaker. I actually kind of like running net breakers. I think more people should do them. Uh, she gets the win, and then, uh, I guess we should note that at the beginning of the show, uh, the person is about to debut, I guess. Well, now that's up in the air, but, uh, the Idol basically announced that she was going to debut at the next big show, I guess.
1: Yeah, she's uh, teaming with Miu, Watanabe, Tekon Maki Ito, and Arisu Wendo, I think.
0: Yeah, that means that Risa Endo is going to pin her with a emotional lotion or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, honestly, I hope that match still happens because, I mean, I'm interested. i to see what's going on there. Uh, was the next match the singles? I believe.
1: Yeah, we had uh, Miyu Yamashita versus Hikari Noa, and let's just say this was probably one of the best matches on the card.
0: This last stretch of matches are just can't miss matches. Oh yeah, This, like, last four are, like, you have to watch them. If you don't watch the undercard, that's fine. Although I recommend it. You gotta watch these last couple matches. Uh, God. Of course, we know Miyu was good, but Hakari Noah's has gotten so good like i tweeted it out uh during the show i was like i think on her like if she the way she keeps going i think she couldn't turn into like a dice gay harada type wrestler where she's just very all around just great at whatever uh, then of course you know Miyu's gonna bring it no matter fucking what open a match main event anywhere on the card and god they actually upload this for free on uh, their youtube uh yeah so you know if you
1: haven't seen it watch it now
0: (laughs) yeah weirdo what are you doing uh yeah like this was a point where i was like falling asleep and i just woke up because i was like hold on wait a second this match is picking up
1: can i just say i think hikari is probably has the best selling for um miyu's like spin kick that she does
0: the skull kick yeah for sure yeah yeah
1: where she just like fucking kicks your head off because yeah. she goes down like she's been shot in the face. I love it.
0: Her arms just become lifeless and she just falls. It's crazy. So yeah, I guess that fast forwards us to the finish. So when Miyu does her spinning skull kick, she does a fake, and honestly, she does not even do the fake because the fake, but the fake made it look even nastier than it was. Mm. So she fakes and then spins and just fucking clobbers Hikari Noah and Hikari Noah just dies. Uh, but yeah yeah, I would not be shocked if we see now that her partner is retired if we see Hikari Noe p- pick up the uh, International Princess Championship later this year
1: yeah I feel like Hikari's got a good shot of going pretty far in the Princess Cup in my opinion
0: oh yeah for sure for sure especially after this match they're going to capitalize on that
1: alright absolutely I you know what I think she could be the one to um, beat Cameo actually
0: I think so I mean, it's there that they could do it for sure. If oh, not... so I just want
1: to go all out and give her the princess title.
0: <laughs> uh, I think they're saving that for uh, Ndoka Tenma's big run, but I mean, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> and then Miyawatanabe is actually going to pin them both and hold both belts like Chris Jericho in 2000, whatever. Uh, but yeah, dude, fun ass match here, man. Uh, like I said, if I had to. I ranking them would be hard but definitely be either one or two for me personally
1: yeah I mean this this got into my match of the year list so
0: these last four in my at least my women's match of the year list for sure (laughs) (laughs) next up was a match that didn't have to be as good as it was but it was
1: Uh, are we on the, the Camus match
0: Oh, was that next? I thought it was the tag.
1: Oh, no, 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 the tag tag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we had uh, B Star, Mirai, Mayumi, and Suzumi versus the magical sugar rabbits, Mizuki, and Yuka Sakazaki versus Hyper Missile and Shoko Nakajima.
0: This one caught me off guard. <laughs> I was like, whoa, wait a second. I had way too much fun watching this, and it should have just been another match. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this match for some reason just, like, really went off. I mean, they've do, they've been doing, like, triple threats a lot recently for some reason. Especially with, like, Suzumi and Mizuki and Yuka. Yeah. And, like, this match was crazy.
0: Barai at the end, decided, okay, I'm just going to be fucking straight out of all Japan in the late 90s and just take everybody's head off. I said, all right. <laughs> Cool, me the finishing sequence was crazy I can't even fucking explain it uh, basically just Mirai committing absolute murder on Shoko and winning that fucking shocked me I was like whoa 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 what
1: <laughs> yeah I really didn't think they were gonna win this match like, I, I thought you know it was gonna be the you know magical sugar rabbits or Missile on Shoko but
0: mm-hmm.
1: obviously you find out later why they won the match basically
0: and I probably wouldn't have done that, but we'll get to that when we get to it. But yeah, honestly, just go watch this match. It's like it's relatively short, super high pace. Like you can't just blink. Uh, but yeah, B Stars won, and like I said, they were the team I expected to have the least chances of winning. So there we go.
1: I think nearly all this card. I think apart from like the last two matches, I think they were all like about ten minutes or something.
0: Oh, that's crazy. No wonder it
1: sucks. Uh, but uh, yeah, we had next door we had the uh, International Princess title where Yuki Kamifuku versus now It was good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was good. I One of my favorites? No. But did I hate it? No. Did the right person win? Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, i prefer Kamiu never lost his title. But. Man. I also want Hikari to win, so
0: I prefer she doesn't lose this title and instead drops three more grab your videos and that's that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like Cameo as a singles wrestler just because of her new entrance music. Yeah. So if Camus, if you're listening to this for some reason, uh please drop the music. That music goes crazy.
0: <laughs> also uh also she's gotten really she's gotten good, uh so I really like the fact that she just does the octopus stretch since she's got like long legs. And I was like, you know what? That's actually 10,000 IQ do that. Uh,
1: you know good. what? I think she'd have a good match with Chris Brooks.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Camille would have to carry, but it is what it is.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure Brooks is fine with that.
0: Yeah. Camille's the uh, best wrestler in the world. That's what we're trying to say here. Put her as the uh, Joshi MVP. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I expected her to lose, though, so I was, like, shocked. I was, like, oh, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially with, like, how they've been uh, booking now as well. Like, I was I was kind of, like, you know what? They could go either way with this. Like, they could give Camille, like, a little bit longer reign. Or they could just, like, scrap that and give it to now. But I- I'm fine with the result, so. Oh,
0: yeah, because, hello, it's me, Camille, coming through with the belt. Anyway. <laughs> uh, But, yeah, it was just solid. It was okay. Uh, nothing to write home about. Kamiius obviously had better matches, but
1: I was... thought it was like a a good like bridging match though from yeah, like two tag calm... matches.
0: Yeah, to calm things down. That's probably why it was there, and that was smart. Damn, damn. I
1: mean...
0: Shiro Takaki's pretty smart. Okay,
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, you had to cool down the crowd because the the princess tag match was wild. You had. Niobishiki-Gun, yeah, Mesa Michael, and Saki-sama versus the Bakuratsu sisters, Nidoka Tema and Yuki Aino. Absolutely Dude. crazy.
0: Dog, this is rude. Okay, this is... This is like watching the Thiner Brothers versus, like... <laughs> this is like watching those Diner Brothers versus, like, Keiji Muda and Masahiro Chono. This shit is <laughs> ruled. <laughs> <laughs> Uh obviously Saki Sama's mom. but in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> uh I already was excited for it, but like they went all out here. Like we got to see May be more evil and sadistic with her offense than although her and the Doka had a dance competition it was fantastic. I enjoyed it. Uh like she got to be more evil here, got to be more aggressive. Uh Then the dope dude, okay. Nadoka, I know just everybody in this match, they're fucking wild. Okay, they did a Bakuretsu Bulldog on the outside. Like, okay, wow, all right, just gonna bring that out the night you lose the titles. Okay, cool.
1: (laughs) I mean, it worked because it was like. It kind of gave you the idea that, you know, maybe they might not drop the titles. I mean, obviously, they yeah, yeah, we were yeah. going to, but...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they did a great... I mean, the match was so good, it did give you that sense of, oh, maybe they'll retain. Uh Which, I mean, personally for me, I just felt like it could have went either way. Uh saki Samba, okay, she came in and she was a menace this whole match. <laughs> just kicking the shit out of everybody. And... <laughs> She, she, like, booted Tenma in the face. Okay, Sama's super tall, in case anybody can't acknowledge that. She's yeah, like she's, like, tall.
1: six foot tall.
0: Yeah, and Nadoka Tenma is not tall at all. So, like, Sama is barely lifting her legs, and she's just headshotting Tenma every time. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, there was a point, like, she kicked Tenma, and, like, she went to go hit Yuki, but, like, Yuki wasn't up on the apron, so she just kind of, like, stared at her. <laughs> 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 uh but yeah the finish was what crazy it caught me off guard because nadoka hit the kill switch I was like oh shit they're gonna retain then when Nadoka would go pin may saint michelle just was like all right i'm gonna roll you up right quick and then one i was like what okay okay you know what
1: i really like that they won the title with a roll up i did too this needs to happen more in wrestling
0: I think people should only win matches with small packages, inside cradles, O'Connor rolls, uh, Japanese leg roll clutches, Cobra... Uh, I think... I don't know what it's called. It's not the Cobra Trist. That's like the Domino stretch, but the Pinel Desperado does where he just, like, fucking traps your arms and pushes your head forward. Uh, that, Gato Clutches, everybody should only win with roll-ups, Okay. <laughs>
1: That's how is going to beat Muto, with a roll-up.
0: He's actually going to win with a Poison Rana, actually. So. <laughs> but yeah, and then after the match, we figure out why B Star's won, because they're challenging for the tag titles, and I wouldn't have did that, because maybe they should be the ones to win them. Personally.
1: Personally, but I think, you know, it, it makes a good first defense for Neo Bishikin, I think. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Uh is gonna murder both of them, but it's fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, damn. Now that if the, it's like Beastars is loose here, who the fuck is gonna beat these dudes?
1: <laughs> I have no idea because like I, you know, I would have put um, Sena and Hikari winning. Yeah. Mar- yeah. Obviously, that's not gonna happen. So, you know, maybe uh, Mew and Rika get back together. Maybe. It's
0: oh, crazy. But yeah, fun tag title match. Very much looking forward to the first defense for Neo Bishigun Interested to see what Red's sisters do going forward. And now we are at the Maki Ito's a Big Fucking Loser match.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we had the uh, the Princess of Princess title match with Rika Tatsumi the champion, versus Maki Ito. A uh, very good match.
0: Yeah, caught me off guard. Like I wasn't crazy excited about how good the match could be. I just was, was interested to see what route they went. But both of them brought it and it made for a really fun match.
1: My, yeah, like, like when I heard it at first I was like it's it's probably gonna be like a passable main event, but like this was really, really good.
0: My huge nitpick on it is uh would just be where Rika was working on Maki's leg and then like as we got toward the end, like Maki kinda abandoned any damage that was done to her leg. I would have personally decided like sell that a bit more. Maybe that could have played into the finish or something. Uh other than that, like I thought it was a good match. Uh Rika tattooed me with a few twists of fates. Big yo hey fan I see. Uh <laughs> She didn't do the fucking running uh, ass attacks while they're sit down, so thank God. That was my worst fear. I was like, if she does this, I'm going to turn this match off. <laughs> uh, they went through a battle at one point where it was Rika doing a hip attack, Maki doing a headbutt, and the finish was, as soon as Rika went for the hip attack, Maki just headbutt her ass, and they both fell down. That was so I mean... gangster. <laughs> I don't
1: know what to say. <laughs> I remember watching it, I was just side thinking, like, you know what? I really enjoy Tokyo Joshi Pro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is idol dang- promotion. Who?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, this was gangster shit I was seeing in my life. Nobody would have ever blocked a hip attack with a headbutt. Damn, that's actually one thousand IQ. Uh, <laughs> but in this match, there were like no real spots where it was just like, oh, Maki's about to win though. So like. As we got, like, halfway through, I was just like, oh, so she's not winning. Because, like, there was, like, in usual usual title matches, you'll, like, kind of see a pattern where, like, oh, maybe they're about to win. But, like, for me, that pattern wasn't here. It was just, like, it seemed like Mikey was destined to lose no matter what. Because, like, there was no real spot in this match that was just like, oh, my God, she's about to win.
1: I think there was one part, I think, when she had the um, submission in, I think, and then Rika just showed her the middle finger and it like distracted her a little bit Yeah, I thought that just made for like really good storytelling
0: oh yeah true because I mean if she would have locked it in she probably would have won
1: yeah I mean I think that's like probably what made this match so good was that the storytelling of it was just really really good and watchable
0: yeah they just built this match really well as the match progressed Uh, like I said wasn't high work rate, but it was still a great match. Like, you know, like not all matches need to be high work rate. As long as it's got a good story, passable ring work. Uh, that's all you really need. But this one had it all. Uh, like I said, it was a match that I wasn't crazy about as far as the in-ring uh, perspective, but turned out to be super good. And uh, Rika retained, of course, with the flying ass off the top rope. <laughs>
1: You know what, I'm glad that she retained and shockingly, maybe I just follow the right people on Twitter, I didn't see anybody complaining that Maki Ito lost.
0: Uh, no, because when Maki Ito went to AW and said, watch TJPW, everybody was like, you fucking traitor, <laughs> hate you, hope you lose. And yeah, a week I mean... before they were like, oh my god, Maki should win the Princess of Princess title, so it's crazy how time changes. Yeah. <laughs> Then, after the match, of course,
1: we find out uh, Rika's next opponent. And I believe it's going to be on the May 4th show. Mm hmm. Yeah, so uh, Miu Yamashita <laughs> basically came out. She was like, give me that fucking belt. And, yeah. you know, obviously Rika said, yeah.
0: And then Raku came out with a gun, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> Like I said, I'm going to cyber fight that's when I'm for this belt, baby. Uh, well, unfortunately, that did not happen, uh, sadly. Uh, but yeah. Then Rika smacked the shit out of me. I was like, oh my god, now she's definitely going to die. Yeah, gonna
1: then do,
0: that, do that skull kick.
1: slapping each other. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now Mia's going to do that skull kick and Rika's just going to go... It's going to be crazy.
1: You know what, I think they should... Um run back that Rika versus Maki, Light like, ass versus head but it's like Rika's ass vs. Uh, Rika. Mew's skull cake. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be great, let's do that <laughs> oh
0: shit, that'd be fantastic uh <laughs> but yeah, that May 4th show, I don't know if it'll still happen if it does, I don't know if it'll be elsewhere or in an empty arena but, looks nice honestly, um well, there's a few shows next week. Uh, only one we know for sure that we'll uh, cover. Of course, we'll address that after this is done. But we have an Ice Ribbon show, a Seedling show, and a Noah show. And luckily, Beth has the cards, or so she thinks she has the cards. Does she?
1: Well, but... I have the, the cards for Ice Ribbon and uh, Seed. I don't have the Noah card.
0: I only know the title matches, so we'll just go over the title matches. I don't think they've announced the rest of the card.
1: Yeah, so uh, for Ice Ribbon, a bunch of matches. And then we've got the uh, triangle, ribbon, ribbon triangle, title on the line. We've got Uno Matsuya versus Cherry versus Tehanma. So all of joint army are fighting. Uno's probably going to win it, if I'm honest. I don't see why she'd drop it in a first defense.
0: Because Tehanma's supremacy, that's why.
1: Yeah, Tehanma should take the belt back to Actress. But... That should be a really good match. I think they're just gonna like go through like a shoot fight.
0: <laughs> all three <of> them are <laughs> shooting on each
1: other. <laughs> no, it'll probably just be like super technical, just based off of how they all wrestle. And then knows, just gonna like fucking punch Cherry in the head or something.
0: They're all gonna start shoot fighting. They're gonna take. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna bare knuckle fight in the middle of the room.
1: You know what? That'd make it really interesting.
0: <laughs> Shit, okay, nobody listen to this. When we start our federation, we're doing the triple threat, and that's how it's going. They're just all gonna shoot fight. All right, nobody listen. You ain't hear nothing, you ain't see nothing. Go away. All right, next match.
1: Uh, next match, we've got Suzuki's uh, third match in the hardcore series versus Masashi Takeda. This is gonna absolutely fucking rule. I just know
0: yeah, it. A hardcore match or is it a death match? Uh,
1: Just a hardcore match, so, well. I don't see what the difference is based on how they've been wrestling and how insane Takeda is.
0: Dude, Takeda's going to kill her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Suzuki's uh, plan at the minute is just kick him in the dick and win. And, you know, she's almost done it twice, so third time's a charm, I think.
0: Wait till she finds out this dude's wearing a cup and then he pulls the cup (laughs) and it's wrapped in barbed wire and he just beats her (laughs) with it.
1: And you know what? If they don't do that spot, I'm going to be upset.
0: Dude, we're, okay. Nobody listen to this. We're taking these. These are all <laughs> Nobody fucking listen to this. All
1: right, okay. Yeah, Sakushi needs to stop listening right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, stop. Ollie, stop. All of you, stop. Alright, next spot, guys. <laughs>
1: And uh, the main event is the ribbon tag. We've got Mayuki and Maika Ozaki versus Hiroi Matsumoto and Kurumi Haragi. I don't know where this could go, honestly. You know, Yuki and Micah could win, or Hiroyo is just going to go in and fucking murder everybody.
0: I like that, though. Hiroyo rules.
1: I mean, they've been doing well as a tag team, so I could see them winning. And, you know, Rebel and Enemy is meant to be, like, falling apart at this rate. So maybe they'll lose the titles. But I I think think it'll be a really good match.
0: And then afterwards, uh, Sukushi and Fujimoto are going to win the belts. <laughs> <laughs> God.
1: They're just giving Fujimoto, like, all the titles. I don't blame them. I say that like she's not booking it herself, but...
0: Yeah, I, 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 we don't know. <laughs> we don't know if when we start our federation I'm not going to be the world champ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's... that's It for the big matches on the Ice ribbon show. There's a bunch of, like... More well, there's a more tag and then there's a singles and a fatal four way for some reason.
0: Is the Sakushi and Fujimoto match on this show as well?
1: Uh yeah. Because okay. I forgot to add it on to my notes. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I yeah. think so anyway. Yeah. I think so because I saw somebody post a card this morning. It said 24 so I assumed it was on the show. Uh Fujimoto will probably just win. And then she'll go on Twitter and be like, Hey, I do this move. Do you know this move? And I'll be like, Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what she does after, like, every match. She's like, hey, look, look at my move.
0: And, I'm and like, nobody you know watches what? like <laughs> And I'm like, you know what? You're very good at wrestling. I'm taking all of these. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, well, I'll go over the Noah show real quick before you uh, go over Seed show. Because they're fucking lunatics. Love name <laughs> technology Love her. Uh. But, uh, well, basically, you know the three title matches, and I assume that after the 24th, Yohei versus Katoge for the junior belt will get added. Uh, but uh, Hidaka Yikudo, uh, teaming up with No guy versus Yoshinari Ogawa and Hayata for the JC Junior tag titles. Kazuki Fujita and uh Sagira are gonna murder each other for the national title, and it's gonna be beautiful. Don't care who wins, just let them go like 50. <laughs> uh, the main event, uh, Keiji Muda breaks my heart and he pins Masakita in like 55 minutes. So well, yeah. You got Seed Show, I guess.
1: Yeah, the Seed Show, I mean, at the minute they've only announced four matches. I don't know if that's going to be the whole card or what, but they're having Ayami Sasamura versus Riko Kaiju. Should slap.
0: <laughs> Beast Kid season all time. Okay, you know what? Maybe she should be the interim future of Stardom champion. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, fucking beat everybody, so it wouldn't be fair, but.
0: That's okay. fair. I mean, Beast Kid, what do you expect?
1: No, <laughs> well, yeah. But uh, after that, we've got a three way high speed rules match. We've got Shikayo, Nagashima, Kaho Kabayashi, and Itsuki Ayuki. Oh, that's going to be so good. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I can't believe Seed just, like, books these matches.
0: <laughs> Dude, Nana is like the smartest person alive. I don't know who just sits there. And it's like, yeah, I'm gonna do this match and then this banker and then this banker.
1: With that being yeah. said,
0: it's, yeah, you all belts all season long. It's it is what it is.
1: I mean, I don't care who wins this match. Honestly, I know. I just know it's gonna be so good. They're gonna be running around like full speed for like 15 minutes.
0: I'm not gonna bully Itsky and then Izske gonna larry it on.
1: But uh, yeah, we get the uh, high-speed ref Taiyo Natsuki as well. So, absolute shenanigans going to be happening.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful, love it here.
1: But uh, yeah, we... then we have uh, the match that's just been announced. It's Asuka and Makoto versus Yumiko Hota and Rina Yamashita. This match is going to fucking go off for no reason.
0: Yeah, they didn't. They had no rights to just book this match. <laughs>
1: I mean, that that old guard, Yumiko Hota, uh, she's just going to slap the shit out of Oscar and Makoto, let's be honest.
0: I mean, truthfully, truthfully, I can't believe the old guard win, especially if it's on an untelevised Tiger Mask
1: memorial show. <laughs> About time the the young guard got a win. Yeah, at least... Yeah.
0: Apparently, if you're just over 23, you're old as fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know who's going to win this match. I don't care, because... <laughs> Probably Asuka because she's a champion, but.
0: I'm gonna go Reina. Probably run back Asuka and Reina.
1: You know what? If they just had Reina and Asuka for like every main event, I'd be fine with that. Oh,
0: me too. I think they should do Jun Kasai versus Asuka next for the Beyond the Sea title.
1: Oh, yeah. That'd be money. But uh, so far, the main event is the Beyond the Sea tag titles. We've got Nene Takahashi and Arisa Nakajima. Champions versus Hanori Hana and Riko Kawahata.
0: Nene and Arisa are about to catch a body. They <laughs> ain't losing. Let's, let's not fool ourselves here.
1: Yeah, they're about to get arrested for murder. <laughs> uh,
0: this, this is unfair.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think that um, they're going to get like a decent shout. But at some point, Nana is just going to be like, you know what, fuck off! I'm just going to absolutely decimate them.
0: And I don't mind that because Nana is the best. She she can do what she wants.
1: (laughs) But uh, yeah, that's it for the seedling show so far. I don't know if we're gonna announce anymore.
0: The next show will be the Beast Kid and Makoto winning the Beyond the Sea tag titles. Okay, now we've established (laughs) that. Uh, but yeah, those. I don't know if any of those. Well, I don't know Noah will be on time. I don't know about the other two. Gonna hop off here, see what we got going on.
1: Well, I think Ice Ribbon's is showing it live, so we might actually be able to talk about it. Beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Okay. Uh, maybe the speed star his last show in uh his hometown. That card actually doesn't look terrible. I was looking at it the other day. Got Toro Washi in the cut, of course. It's weird to think that Toro Washi, if you only seen him in DDT, was trained by Ultimo Dragon. It's crazy.
1: Uh, that is really weird.
0: Yeah, it's weird because like <laughs> if you see him in DDT, you would never know he's actually like not bad at wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to see, but uh, but this for this episode, this this was a nice three shows that were just... One of them snuck up on us that we didn't know about until, like, two days in advance. Uh, everything was watchable, enjoyable. The... I don't want to say big. I guess the... I guess call it big show. Would, oh, big show. Hell yeah. Get <laughs> yeah, the big show. I mean, yeah. uh, but I guess the next show full of big events would probably be the first week of May, I guess, because got Dead or Alive... Uh, that TJPW show, if it even is happening, and I assume
1: Cinderella. If it's happening,
0: yeah, if it's happening, I guess that'd be the next like show full of big, big events. The rest will just... Damn, I'm excited for this summer. <laughs> Very <laughs> excited. I'm not excited for G One because I won't watch it, but like rest wrestling, I'm happy.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we've got a load of tournaments to go over.
0: Oh hell yeah, we got so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, god, well, at least with King of Gate, they don't show all of the shows, so thank god about that. Although I would like to see all the matches, I'm not gonna complain about them not showing all the matches. So that would be all for this episode. We covered everything we need to cover. Uh, I had like a lot more that I wanted to cover in like the mixed bag section that I forgot because I mean, it is what it is. <laughs>
1: The uh, wrestling moves at a fast pace.
0: Yeah, there we go. That's it. Flips, uh, storm breakers, uh, shit. Let's Panama sunrises. Uh, One winged angels. There we go. I hit it all. All right. That'd be all for this episode. We'll see ya next week.